it feels good to be a gangster. Alright, so this episode was originally over two hours long, which is ridiculous. Um, but what you're about to listen to is a thoroughly trimmed down version. Uh, that'll be way better to listen to, but might have one or two questionable transitions. Like this one. Self-proclaimed manager of the year, Scott Geffner. Welcome, Scott. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so, Scott, what's up, dude? Uh, well, um, you know, a couple things. So, first, uh, it, I'm happy to be a part of this league. I guess this is my third season now, and uh, it, I enjoy playing, but also um, it's a great group of guys, and enjoy the group chat and and so uh it's really a delight um yeah speaking of group chat shout out to you for being definitely one of the more active group me participants um but outside of group me and fantasy what is it that you do <laughs> I, I live out in la um but i should start with uh I, you know i guess for like the Corys and toms of this group i went to paradigm with a lot of the other managers in the league, and that's kind of how I know everyone. I was also Harry's college roommate, um, and then I moved out to L.A., and I've been here for a little over six years, and uh, I am an investment banker, and I work in the um, like apparel and beauty world. So that's kind of uh, that's my resume in 30 seconds or less. Um, cool. Let's see. If, um, did I have any other questions for you? Uh, how many sexual partners have you had? <laughs> it's funny, I just got a, a physical and like the guy was really grilling me on that one. That was like a real creep. <laughs> um, Imagine getting a physical in West Hollywood and you can put the pieces together. <laughs> um, do you live with your girlfriend? Yeah, we just moved in together like uh, two months ago and um, hopefully I'll have some of you guys out there. John, you know you're thinking about making a, a trip, so to make that work. Any update on that? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll know this week, so give me a couple days. All right, yeah, no rush. Um, who's your girlfriend? How did you guys meet? We met through my uh, friend Eric. He, um, I don't know, basically just like friends of friends, and uh, I, I – knew her about a year before we actually started dating and um but i didn't know her well and then i don't know one thing led to another her name's amy all right one more what is one show you're watching these days or just watched that you would yeah. recommend okay I, so i'm i'm real big on uh american vandal and season two just came out and it's like the it's arguably even better than season one, and it's it's hilarious, but also genius how they, you know, create a satire out of like a ridiculous subject. Uh, I would agree. It was it was hilarious. So that's a that's a great suggestion. It's on my radar. I wasn't. I was. I was actually waiting for someone to recommend it before I dove into that. Um, but that's good to hear because I did enjoy the first one. How many episodes yeah. is it? It's like ten, but. It, you know, it goes by so quickly. Yeah. Oh. All right. So I had a, a pretty L.A. day today. So uh, I take a, a 
tennis, like a standing tennis lesson on Saturday mornings with this guy who I found on Nextdoor. I, I, I assume Nextdoor is like a national thing. It's definitely a thing out here in LA. And it's kind of just like, it's almost like Craigslist or like Angie's List for like your local community. So this guy, like this random guy posted saying that he has, you know, he offers tennis lessons and I wanted to get back into it. So about a year and a half ago, I took him up on it. And I've been playing, you know, I've t- been taking these like hour lessons every Saturday, uh, usually with my girlfriend. And it's great. He's got this like, um, like we play on, I don't know the arrangement he has, but somehow this guy has an arrangement where we play on a, like someone's private court up in the hills, uh, just like in someone's house. <laughs> and it's like real pretty. And, and that's all great. But anyways, it, what's funny is he like, this guy, his name's Jeff, my instructor. And he's like, uh, he's a little quirky, but, but, it, but he's nice. And um, I actually thought he was like, I thought he was about like 45 years old. And I found out a few, like a, a couple months ago after knowing him for like a year or a year and a half that he's, that he's only 32, <laughs> which was a surprise. But, um, but he, he, you know, he's always talking about how he like uh, will teach, you know, either kind of like famous real estate developers or like producers or like, you know, he's an instructor, and he kind of, like, goes around from, like, Beverly Hills Mansion to, to Beverly Hills Mansion just teaching people on the private courts. So um, he, told, he told me about two months ago that he's teaching, like, the, the – he said the most famous person that he's ever taught before and how he needed to sign an NDA and, like, how, you know, it's crazy. And he wouldn't tell me who it was because he signed this NDA. Um, and then I was like – and so I started, like – you know, kind of going crazy thinking, oh, shit, like, who's he teaching? Is it, like, you know, fucking George Clooney, Brad Pitt, or, like, you know, who, who is this person? So then uh, he, I'm like, well, is the guy any good at tennis? Um, can you set up a match between me and him? And so then he calls me on Sunday, and he's like, hey, I got you a match. Uh, are you free to this Tuesday morning, meaning today? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, come to this address. And he, he still wouldn't tell me who it was. And I had to be at this address at 8.30. Well, I, I Googled the address that he gave me. And the address is uh, it's called Spelling Manor. I believe it's like the most uh, expensive home in the United States. It's a $200 million home. Um, and, uh, and, I, and so I, I show up. And I was expecting it to be like, it, apparently the house has been like listed on the market for like a year or something. So I wasn't sure if someone was like renting it or, um, or if I was playing the owner, but the owner is apparently, uh, the owner is apparently, it, it, it's the heiress to formula one. Her name's Petra Ecclestone. Um, and, and she's like, I don't know, not even 30 years old. And she lives in this like man, this crazy mansion by herself, but I show up and I, I knew I was playing a guy, so I knew it couldn't have been her. And apparently she's divorced, so I was like, it can't be her husband. I didn't know who it was. It turns out, I ended up, so I, I show up to this house. I enter through, like, the service entrance. They, like, take my picture. I, too, signed an NDA, so hopefully they don't have people listening to the Gangster Anonymous uh, podcast this week. <laughs> but, um, I, can't, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, when, when, you're that, audience. When, you're, when you're that rich, you probably just have uh, ears and eyes everywhere. Anyways... It, I, I ended up playing her. Apparently, she's got like this boyfriend who lives there, 
the guy's like, I don't know, he's probably 30 years old. And when I and when I left, I like Googled him. He was like, and uh, like a used car salesman. I don't know how they met, but like, this guy like has the life. We, you know, I actually took the day off today. We played at 8:30 uh, in the morning. So like, this guy doesn't have a job. He just kind of he's he's kind of like her boy toy, I guess. He was a cool dude. He was like a British dude. And I was like, fuck, like this is awesome, but also how do I get this gig? And, and so it was like it was just kind of like a crazy morning playing tennis at this like mansion. You should look it up. Look up Spelling Manor. Uh, I'll put it. I'm up. looking at it right now. It's pretty absurd. And Patrick yeah, Ecclestone. I, I, she I looks kind of like. What's the name of that um, that like that girl who dated Jason Devon? Anyone? Uh, Playboy model. This woman looks like a Playboy model. Way past her prime. She kind of looks like um, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. N- yeah, no, Paulina Gretzky's way hotter. But, yeah, she looks like a maybe like a European kind of like been in the sun a little bit too long, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. <laughs> there there uh, you go. <laughs> and, but just to kind of put a, uh, uh, you know, a cap on this story, I was thinking as we prepared for this podcast, like of everyone in this podcast or in this uh group me, who would be most likely to end up like the boy toy who I played tennis with today? And uh, without a doubt, the answer is Harry Burnbaum. So, Harry, <laughs> I, I'm rooting on you to find your, uh, your, your Formula One heiress so that uh, you can live a life as sweet as this guy who I whooped in tennis this morning. Kendra Wilkinson is the chick I was talking about. Dated Hank Basket. That's who this chick looks like. I'm sure everyone was dying to figure that out. Rob, what's good with you? Um, well, last, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, um, Doug and I went down to Atlanta to visit Ian. Um, it was pretty fun. I mean, didn't have any stories as cool as going to um, – Formula One heiress's house, but had a good time. We went to a music festival. Um, not sure the last time any of you guys have been to a music festival, but um, it definitely makes you feel pretty old now. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of high school and college kids um, just going nuts. Um, and you know, and just sorry, just on that, I feel like. It, there's a, a, a double impact effect going on because, yeah, we're definitely getting older, but I also feel like the music festival crowd has gotten younger and younger and younger. Yeah, I would agree with that because I feel like in, in college it didn't seem like there were, you know, a bunch of high schoolers at these things, but it certainly has changed. Um, and the highlight of that was probably Kendrick Lamar. He was pretty good. Pretty cool. Um, played played all the hits, um, and Ian was a, a pretty sweet host. Showed us around the city. I mean, that was the first time I've ever been there, so um, I would definitely highly recommend visiting Atlanta if no one's if anyone hasn't been before because it's pretty cool. Um, and currently. Uh, Harry, Tim, and I, and one of Tim's friends are drafting our Sixers season ticket package. Uh, so that is 
pretty much everything up to date. Um, All right. Um, so I don't really have like a super interesting story. My last couple of weekends have been like uh, weddings and traveling about, nothing too exciting to report back. But I did encounter, I've noticed sort of a, a strange trend at work. Um, which I haven't had a chance to really bring up with anyone. And I wonder if you guys have experienced anything similar to it. But do you guys have, like, communal bathrooms at work? Yeah. Or do you have, like, individual, like, door lock bathrooms? Uh, They're communal. Okay, same. So what I've noticed lately is every now and then I'll, I'll go in and, like, a sink will just be, like, running. And sometimes... I think, like, one time I went in and, like, like, it was just, like, a ghost. Like, there was no one in there. The sink was just, like, on full blast. And I was like, this is weird. And yeah, so I turned it off. Or, like, a faucet. No, they're knobs. They're knobs. Yeah. So, like, I never really saw anything of it, like, the first, like, time or two. But it's happened a bunch of times. And, and recently I noticed that, like, I've seen out of, like, the corner of my eye, people are, before they go into a stall to take a shit, they'll turn on a faucet. Because I, I'm assuming to, like, mask the sound of their pooping. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, today I, I noticed I, like, went in, I did my business, and I'm, like, washing my hands, and I'm washing my hands, like, next to this, like, sink that is also running. And there's no one else in there except for, like, one person in a stall. And it's, like, a you know, a six-stall bathroom or something. And I'm, like, well, this is silly. I should just wash my hands with their, their sink. And so I did that, and then I just I just turn it off and I leave. But am I like, is that a dick move to turn off their, their poop sink? <laughs> I don't think I can't, it's a dick move. I can't I say mean, I've ever been in this situation. <laughs> yeah, like, that. Well, that's you're on the West Coast, Scott. It'll probably much. catch up, like, eventually. <laughs> I think that I, I have a feeling this is like a New York trend because people here are just so, like, disconnected from all things like remotely like environmentally but it's also friendly. like it, i mean you're in like a men's room right so like, like who, yeah it's a men's cares? room that's the thing like, like dude i've <laughs> i've witnessed or i've like you know been in there for some diabolical like earth-shattering events um and i've been on the delivering end and the, the listening end of, of of both of them and I feel like it's just one of those things, like, you just, de- it's, you just got to deal with it. You don't have to, you know, turn on yeah. extra sinks for the 15 minutes you're in there taking a dump. Yeah. And I, I, I don't I know think how everyone big your knows. office is, but, like... Like, if you're really that hung up about it, wear headphones. That's what I do most of the time. And then it's like, I'm not, you know, if I'm wearing headphones, am I even making a sound? Not really. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> So yeah, that that was me today. I was kind of I, I sort of felt bad, but I also sort of felt like fuck you, guy who's shitting with a sink on, because I mean it's I feel like it's one thing for a, you know a courtesy flush or two or three, but to just have a sink on, to like deal with the sound is pretty pretty reckless in my in my opinion. Yeah, that's that sounds silly, for sure. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's what's going on in my life. Okay, so today is 
Tuesday, September 25th. I haven't done anything to check this, but I did see a meme today that said it was Will Smith's birthday. So in honor of that, um, you know, we're going to do a little tribute to Will Smith. And uh, so one bit of feedback that I got from Tim, shout out Tim, only person who really gave feedback, was <laughs> to just kind of, you know, borrow ideas from other podcasts and not to make the entire thing hard-hitting fantasy football analysis. So I think that's a good idea. Um, and he says he does a lot of Mount Rushmore's, which if you're familiar with part of my take, I'm, I'm sure you, you are uh, familiar with this concept. We don't uh, really want to steal that idea. Um, and we don't want to steal Tim's idea, which is, what did he call it, Scott? A mock draft? Um, yeah, we don't want to just do like a power ranking because that's unoriginal. Um, so we're just going to play a different game, which is called uh, a 3-4 defense. And that is because there are three of us, and we're each going to pick our four <laughs> favorite things. Uh, and so in honor nice. of Will Smith, we're going we're gonna to do um, favorite Will Smith movies. So who wants to go first? We don't really have a, a producer to designate that. So, All right, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Independence Day first. Welcome to Earth. Huge summer blockbuster back in... Actually, I mean, I don't really know when it came out. Um, 1996. Damn, that was a long time ago. Um, Actually, I made that but, up, but I'll look once I find no, out. No, that's, that's true. You're right. That's pretty impressive. Um, but that was like formative growing up years right there. I remember watching it for the first time and thinking it was an incredible movie. Uh, I thought the ac- action sequences were re- really great. Um, looking back on it now, definitely were not that great, but at the time it was cutting edge, and uh, I feel like it was probably one of Will Smith's first, if not the first, like, blockbuster movie he was in. So I'm going to go ahead and take Independence Day. Damn, okay. Good good, po- good, uh, good choice. I don't know if it would have been my number one, but... Well, yeah. I have a, that's I have what, a, that's a, what I'm here for, taking Independence Day. I have a technical <laughs> question. Can, when, we, when we pick, are we picking, like, the franchise, or are we picking... Specific. No. I no. think the specific film. Specific film. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I had, I had a lot of sequels on my list as well. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, I mean, they're kind of, yeah, there are a few just like killer franchises. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to be a good host, Scott. I'm going to let you go second. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Ali. I thought he did a Ooh, great pick. job with with a tough character. And uh, 
you know, that's a movie that kind of hits on all the emotions, the highs, the lows, the happies, the sads. That's my pick. Um, that is a good pick. All right, I'm going to go, I get two picks, right? I'm going to go with what I kind of thought would be the first overall pick. Um, so a real value pick right now, uh, Men in Black. Edwards, what the hell happened? Hesitated. May I ask why you felt little Tiffany deserved to die? Well, she was the only one that actually seemed dangerous at the time, sir. How'd you come to that conclusion? Well, first I was going to pop this guy hanging from the street light, and then I realized, you know, he's just working out. And how would I feel if somebody come running in a gym, bust me in my ass while I'm on a treadmill? Then I saw this uh, snarling beast guy, and I noticed he had a tissue in his hand. I realized, you know, he's not snarling. He's sneezing. You know, ain't no real threat there. And I saw a little Tiffany. I'm thinking, you know, eight-year-old white girl, middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters, this time of night with quantum physics books. She about to start some shit, Zed. Great pick. Great pick. Yeah, the original blend of comedy, action. Um, yeah, just a tried and true classic. Um, I feel like here is where it definitely like drops into a second tier. Um, and I'm gonna go. I am Legend. Damn. A 2007 post-apocalyptic zombie movie, basically. You know, so I wasn't sure how we were going about the Will Smith, uh, this game, but I've got my Will Smith movies divided into four categories, essentially. Category one is, like, the ones I like. Category two (laughs) is honorable mention, but, like, they're not up there with the tier A. I've got a third category with one movie in it that's just a shit movie and a shit Will Smith performance. And then category four is I, Robot, and I Am Legend, because I don't know which one's which, and I, <laughs> I, just, I, I can't distinguish between the two. So they didn't make it, they have their own category. So I guess that's a good pick. I guess that's a good pick, but I'm not really sure which one that is. That's you know, I respect your dedication. You put a lot more uh, preparation into this than I was able to, and for that, I'm pretty jealous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, iRobot is the one with the robots. I don't know how you got that mixed up with anyone else. <laughs> it's probably the the eyes. The eye at the beginning. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I saw I Am Legend. That's like where he's the only guy on the on the in the at the apocalypse with the dog, right? Yeah. yeah, and they're just, yeah. like, super zombies. It's, I don't know. I'm a sucker for zombie movies. I probably could have waited and got that on the on the second turn, but, uh... Yeah. All right, you know, I'm going to go... Uh, it's my pick, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so just in full transparency, yeah, I, I'm tempted to go with one of the Bad Boys films, but... Uh, I really don't. Also, can't remember the difference between one and two, and so uh, I'm gonna go with the safer pick, uh, which is Hitch. And oh. if I'm <laughs> and if I've got Hitch and Ali, I've got like two different Will Smiths. They're playing different characters. It's a good bet. Oh, I was yeah, I was looking to try and try and get that one. Um. I'm up. I'm going to go with Bad Boys 1, 
Uh, just another classic action movie. Um, I mean, can't get much better than Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. What a duo. Um, <laughs> Agreed. Now, this is the tough part. I Second, coming coming back here with the... Yeah, we and for what it's worth, the, in that first category of, like, good TRA Will Smith, we've now hit on all of them. In my yeah, I, re- I really wanted Hitch. I was hoping I could get Hitch and one of the bad boys, but Scott <laughs> beat me to the punch. That was good. You could take, yeah. Uh, you could. There are a couple honorable mention, also like personality, you know, around a single character that are good ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with one that, I don't know if everyone's seen it, but I'm going to go with Enemy of the State. That movie is sick. Um, mm. it's, an, it's another action movie uh, with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Uh, pretty much the NSA is after Will Smith throughout the movie, and he's just, like, evading them. It's, it's a pretty great movie. I would highly recommend. But that is going to be my third uh, pick right there. Yeah, I never, I, never, uh, I never saw it, but that, that's, like, very early Will Smith, right? Like, Fresh Prince Will Smith? Yeah, I've, I've gotten... Every single one of my Will Smith movies uh, ranges from 1995 to 1998 so far. So yeah, well, I'm frankly, he, get you know, all those were his, like, his glory days. And yeah, those were his, like, heavy-hitting years right there. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, is it, it's my turn. I'll go um, Pursuit of Happiness. Great choice. I mean, Scott, pound for pound, has... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's got some of the, his best roles right here. Yeah, it's like the right, exact opposite of, of my Gangster's Anonymous dress. I'm <laughs> picking my I'm picking my third and fourth. Yeah. I, why don't we just should we just call it at round three? <laughs> um, <laughs> totally, totally. Scott Scott's the winner. He's got he's got a much better range. Uh, I've got nothing but action movies. <laughs> but I guess we got to see what John goes with. The only thing is I don't have any action movies. And if you're picking Will yeah, Smith you're, movies. If you're missing, I, I've got his, I mean, some of his best. But John also right, has I'm Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black is definitely like a powerhouse. That's, a, that's like um, top two Will Smith right there. Wow, shots fired at Scott. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to just kind of keep going with some wild cards here. Because I don't think that the you know the common film critic is going to necessarily agree with mine, but I think you know time will tell. Uh, but with my third and do I get to pick my fourth then? I kind of lost track where we are. I get to pick two. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, you pick two. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with. Oh, I feel silly doing this, but oh, I'm really excited about this pick. I'm gonna go with. Wild Wild West. Oh, that's a great pick, dude. <laughs> that was in, that was in my honorable mention. Yeah, that's a that's an underrated Will Smith movie right there, for sure. And um, I feel like I was pretty generous um, with my hosting uh, by letting you guys go first. So now I'm going to pull kind of a dick move and go with Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a series. So <laughs> D- dick move. <laughs> but I don't I guess, make the I guess we could we can just count the series as a movie. 
<laughs> Fine. And then it, it, in that vein, I'm going to go with the Willennium uh, album. Ooh, nice. I probably <laughs> oh would have gone with Big Willie style. But... <laughs> yeah, I would have gone with Big Willie style too, but all these curveballs, I was not expecting this. Yeah, but the Willennium album, he's got, I forget which song it is, but there's a music video that was shot at a Sixers game at halftime, and I was at that game, and it was pretty sweet. Wow. Dope. All right, Rob. Wow. Um, I guess I'll stick with movies. Lose <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's really embarrassing. Um, yeah, I guess I could go with a, an album, but I'll stick with movies. And... Shark Tale. I thought about it, man. I really thought about it. Um, I'll go with iRobot. It's a okay. good movie. All right. Damn. Who got left off? Um, Which movies? Men yeah. in Black 2, Bad Boys 2. Well, the movie that was in my this is a shit movie category is Suicide Squad. Yeah, I thought about going for that. Um, the other one I was thinking about doing was Bright, that uh, Netflix I really, one. I really liked that movie, but I was like, uh, I can't pick that. <laughs> but it was yeah, it's weird. Pick, it's weird. I feel like it's kind of a disservice to him to call a 2017 movie one of his best, but I think it, it was, was highly entertaining, and I think it was also, you know, pioneering in a sense that he broke out of like that, you know, movie theater um, tradition. And went yeah. straight to Netflix. Uh, he was kind also really good big, at like, concussion. Um, I know oh, everybody yeah. just makes the joke about tell the truth, but he it was like a very good movie, and he he was really good in it. So uh, that's yeah. my honorable mention right there. Yeah, another and, one uh, of my honorable mentions. Seems a little too little too science fictiony for me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no proof there. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we'll vote on that. Um, uh, one tomorrow. more honorable mention is the Summertime music video with him and uh, uh, DJ Ooh. Jesse Jeff. That's True. a great music video. Um, so got to give an honorable mention for that. This is a segment we tried out called Who Said It? So, full disclosure, this um, was one of those great in theory, kind of difficult to execute segments. Um, it takes a little more time to set up, probably, than I was able to dedicate it to it, to it today, um, as my afternoon ended up being pretty hectic. Um, but basically, we're just going to do a deep dive into um, some of our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, that sort of thing, and uh, dig up some very old posts and guess who said it. So, all right, on December 10th, 2008, this person wrote, quote, is studying for my Spanish exam by watching Telemundo. End quote. Was it 
Tim, Corey, or Zach? I'm going to go with Corey. Yeah, me too, even though I don't really know Corey that well. I just I can't get uh, – I can't see Tim or Zach. I can't Zach see Zach saying, saying that. Um, yeah, I guess I can see Tim saying it, but I'm going to go with Corey. Oh, well, you are both correct. Boom. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what he got on that exam. <laughs> All right. Um, on September 4th, 2008, this person wrote, quote, woke up for class and tried to print his essay, only to find out he forgot to buy ink. <laughs> Was it Tim? Myself or Jordan? I'll go John. I'll go. I'll go Tim. Ooh, you are both wrong. That was Jordan. Wow, Jordan, new move. Yeah, how are you gonna forget to buy ink? And well, who, pr- who there, prints an gonna... essay in the morning? I mean, also, if, there, if was, buying, there was. If you're buying there ink, free you're printing probably... at Pitt, so right. So you must you must have bought a printer. So how do you remember to buy a printer, but you don't remember to buy ink? Oh yeah, I guess September of 2008 is like right at the start of college, huh? Yeah, I'm just impressed that he had a couple of printer. missteps. I definitely there. didn't. Wow, Rob, were you and wow. Jordan roommates in college? Uh, yeah, we had a an apartment together, but freshman year we lived uh, across the hall from each other. I wonder if he uh, brought your printer for that essay. He might have. I don't know. I, there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, you're probably I, I also wasted. Had a, I also had a printer uh, that came with my laptop that I bought freshman year. So, Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. All right, this one, uh, not a Facebook status, who wrote on Doug Roach's wall? Ooh. D. Roach, you like those batteries? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> What's the date? Uh, this is September 6th, 2009. Uh, so your choices for this are Harry, Ian, or Zach. Wait, or, or, or Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we Um, we know the answer to that then. Yeah, that was Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, this game is hard. Uh, In case you're wondering, Doug responded, yeah, boy, don't get me started. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure we Uh, hacked Doug's Facebook or something like that, so that's like the backstory of that, sort of. I'm, I'm blown away that you remember that. All right, I've got one. Oh, you have one? Oh, nice. Yeah. On December 19, 2010, this person wrote, just went on an unprecedented liking spree. Suck it, New York. Was it Harry, Tim, or John? I'm going to go with Harry. What was the last word in it? Or what was the last part? 
Suck it, New York. Suck it, New York. That sounds like something I would say. That's correct. Something you oh. did say. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> what uh, what 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 platform did you find that on? Facebook. But why? What? what where does New York come <laughs> to play there? Was that like a? Uh, when the, was this? The Eagles beat the Giants or something? December nineteenth, twenty ten. Oh, was that? Was that the? You know what uh, that was? That was probably Miracle in the New Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Must have been. Suck it, New York. <laughs> Still holds today. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. Ooh, on September 11th, 2008, um, you know, a day when obviously a time for reflection and uh, solemnity, this person wrote, is jamming Thursdays and love Becca and Rachel, 10 exclamation points. Wait, 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 what? Say it again, say it again. (laughs) Is at jamming Thursdays and loves Becca and Rachel with ten exclamation points. Was it Corey, Tim, or was it Zach? Uh, Tim, tough. I'll, I'll just say, I'll say Zach. Yeah, that was Zach. Oh, yeah. Good hedging of the bets right there. <laughs> A little foreshadowing with the Becca loving. I'm guessing you All right, I've got one. Um, okay, go. Uh, October 1st, 2013. One member of our group sets another member of our group. Your Facebook prof pick is on point right now. Great job. Was it Tim to Corey, Tim to John, or Scott to Harry? I think I know the answer, but I'll let Rob go first. Um, I'll go with Scott to Harry. I feel like I'm gonna go Tim. I'm gonna go Tim. Tim to John. Ah, that, that's what I should have. It, it was Tim to John, and props uh, to John for getting both of his callouts correctly. If I remember correctly, what year was this? 2013. Okay, I, I definitely don't remember correctly. It might have been a Philadelphia Zoo picture where we were posing in front of an alligator snapping turtle. <laughs> that would be my guess. My favorite part was the um, great job. The great, <laughs> congratulations. Hey, great job. Hey, Tim, thanks. All right, let's do a couple more and then we'll wrap it up. On November 18th, 2012, someone in our group wrote, RG3 is like Michael Vick, but good. Hashtag <laughs> HTTR. <laughs> <laughs> Good find. Well, I, I wonder who this could be. That's <laughs> Corey. Aged very well. Um, less than a month later, this, this manager wrote, new game, 
same old shit. Fire Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. October 12, 2008. Uh, this person wrote, that makes me feel a little better, dot, 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 still second in the NFC East. What was the date? October 2008. October 2008. Um, what are the options? <laughs> was it was Corey again. Was it Corey? I was going to say, was it Corey again? <laughs> it was Corey celebrating a, a second place victory in the NFC East. <laughs> Corey, Corey's a Redskins fan? Yeah. Why, is he from D.C.? I guess so. Uh, 2016, this person wrote, Andrew Luck kind of really sucks, huh? Uh, John Monroe. Yep, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) That was me, the current Andrew Luck owner. Did you start him last week? (laughs) No, he did not. Um, You didn't? No. no. Sorry, Fitzpatrick. Oh, right, Fitzpatrick. He He turned it on in the second half. Yeah, it worked out. Um, I think we'll end on that note. Um, what's next? All right, now I think we're getting into the meat. So, Tim, I hope that was enough non-fantasy football talk for you. Uh, but now, <laughs> now let's turn to uh, the real stuff. Rivalry week. Um, quick updates. I came back to beat Andrew. So... Yeah, so I have so, a question on that. I, I didn't Andrew? check. I didn't. I didn't check your game Sunday night, but I saw that you both the Monday night game. You both had uh, Fitzpatrick and Roethlisberger. So who was winning going into the Monday night game? Um, he was winning by a handful, I think, and he had Roethlisberger, and then I had Fitzpatrick and Antonio Brown. Right. But for and most they, of the game, Ben Roethlisberger was throwing touchdowns and passes to everyone except Antonio Brown, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was throwing passes to everyone except the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> so it was it was extremely nerve wracking, um, and I wanted to kind of be able to turn off the game and go to bed, but had to stick it out and watch the entire game. Um, but it paid off in the end, and now I'm halfway to. Um, you know, a consolation rivalry prize from Andrew, so that's good. Nice. Yeah. Let's get to a different game. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, sorry, rewind. What do we think of Andrew still holding on to Greg Zerline? I'm okay with it. Um... Well, actually, I don't know how, how severe is his injury. I'm not really sure about that. Before I say I'm okay with it, um, I know it's like a groin injury. The, the, the last update was that he would be quote according to Greg Zerline out at least a few weeks. I mean, when he is kicking, the guy puts up some serious points. So, um, I don't know what like what place he's like who he would replace him with on his bench, you know? If it's just going to be some random, like, backup running back or wide receiver that's not going to really do anything, then 
I say he should probably just hold on to him. But that's just me. All right, what's next? Uh, I'll quickly go through my game. Um, I beat Jordan, which was nice because I usually lose the first game in this rivalry uh, matchup. Uh, I was really nervous for most of Sunday because my bench scored pretty close to uh, what my entire starting lineup scored. Uh, yeah. so I was really nervous that I was going to blow it. Um, but luckily that uh, did not come to fruition. So um, I'm feeling solid about my team. Jordan obviously had a couple of injury. I mean, Joe Mixon being out, that didn't help him. But And obviously a lot of his players underperformed. But um, And Drew Brees probably isn't going to put up 40 points every week. But uh, feeling pretty good about my team. I mean, he might. Well, it's him or Matt Ryan who all, who all yeah you uh, that game was ridiculous. Um, yeah, I thought at the time I was really upset that I started Drew Brees because Matt Ryan was outperforming him until uh, ver- like the very end of the fourth quarter and then obviously the overtime. Um, so, but yeah, I don't I don't know what to do going forward. There's a lot of decisions to be made. Jo- Jordan kind of just got unlucky this week, like. Stephon Diggs only getting, you know, three and a half points. Yeah, that whole Minnesota game really screwed him over. Yeah. Minnesota um, in, like, FanDuel's Pick'em was, like, their Survivor League um, was selected by 57.7% of all entries to win that game. I heard about that. (laughs) Like all all those leagues, um, like half at least half the people are gone now because of that. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it's down to like there's like nine percent remaining in like the big FanDuel one. Oh, maybe Josh Allen is actually the truth. Who knows? Maybe uh, Kirk Cousins really really fucking sucks. Uh, might be <laughs> a combination of the those two. All right, what other games we got? So Doug and Ian, pretty big matchup. What have we got here? I don't know. I, I mean, think should Ian should be worried. Ian oh, and three, oh, right? Three. Got a nice little hold on 12th place. I um, mean, everyone, yeah. gotta, I mean, got to hope that Carson Wentz is going to improve. Uh, and I would think that he would. He definitely looked pretty rusty. Um, but he had, like, flashes of his, you know, what he was last year during that game. But... Yeah, that was a fun game rest, to to watch. The rest of that team, I don't know. Yeah, um, a couple of things with Ian, like he, he kind of blew his load on uh, Philip Lindsay with his fab bet, and will that materialize, or was that you know a fluke game where he performed well? Um, I mean, Philip Lindsay got ejected from this game pretty early on, so yeah, I mean, well, he can't he can't keep his cool, man. That's not. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Just throwing punches at people. Yeah. So my question about um, Josh Gordon is: there was like a a rule within that trade where if he doesn't start ten games or if he doesn't play in ten games, they get a, one of their picks back, like a seventh round pick back. What do you think? There's anything stopping them from just like 
wait him out a few more. Yeah, and just being like, fuck it. We don't need him to play in these first, you know, three games. Um, based off of what I saw on Sunday night, I think there would be something. Like, they definitely need a lot of help right now, the Patriots do. Yeah. They just look so yeah. slow and sluggish, and they look like they don't have anyone that's going to make a big play on their team currently. Kind of like, like the Eagles, honestly. Yeah, honestly, it's very similar to what the Eagles are like, except um, by some luck we actually have a winning record, but very similar. Yeah, and, and, and we're also reigning Super Bowl champions. True. Um, and so I think they'll they'll definitely activate him whenever he's good to go because they definitely need the help. Well, they they also got Edelman back, I think not this week, but the next week, right? Yeah. That'll definitely be that'll be a big help for them too, obviously. Okay, let's move on. We've got Tim versus Corey, two two and one teams. Wow. Um, Corey beat him by twenty, despite Tim's constant chirping. Yeah, but you know, Tim like Tim Tim's players put up decent points. Like no one. Significant. Yeah, I mean, he put up 110. Like that would have been enough to win That's, some games. Yeah, that would win a lot of the games. Yeah. Um, um, Latavius Murray, um, classic. Didn't have a very good game. Um, I've had him in the past, and this is just what this guy does. He's projected for a lot of points and just doesn't deliver. Yeah, I mean, um, that was probably anomalous, just because no one thought. I mean, everybody in the right mind yeah, I guess thought no one thought it was going to be running the ball and running out the yeah. clock, and he was going yeah. to be the workhorse. Yeah. Uh, so that sucks for him. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, if I were him, I'd probably, I mean, I wouldn't be worried. He's got a pretty solid team. I also think this is a, a fluke performance by Corey, who's kind of very much aligned with the Texans, and even though they're, I think, 0-3, uh, you know, I don't think you can... I don't think they're, you know, that good of a football team, and therefore I'm yeah. not sure that they're going to be able to put up these kind of numbers. Also, like yeah. Adrian Peterson, I mean, he's, he's he's playing well, but he's not going to put up 24 points or even close to it most weeks. Yeah, I didn't even realize the Deshaun Watson to uh, Will Fuller thing that he had going there. That's definitely not going to happen every week. But when it does, watch out. <laughs> True. Um, so, uh, Tom versus Zach. Zach, Zach's team killed it. I mean, I don't know what else we can really say about it. His team's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I mean, Tom, sorry, Zach made out like a bandit with James Conner, especially if Le'Veon Bell does get traded, because then James Conner is the, the, the for sure starting. Yeah. Um, I'm worried for Tom, though. I mean, Jimmy G going down, that is definitely not good for his team. And, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. His, his, a lot of his players are just really underperforming. Yeah, but what, what I'll say is, you know, I, I think Tom is better than – his team is better than his 0-3 record. Like, I'm surprised he's 0-3 because he's got some – talent there. I mean, he'll have to figure out what to do with the quarterback position and Jai will get back, but like, you look at it and it doesn't seem like he's got the worst, you know, 
the worst or tied for worst team in the league. Yeah, that's yeah I mean, well, between that's kind of what Zeke and Zach Ertz and Keenan Allen, he's got a pretty strong core there, assuming those guys can perform. A lot of his players are just haven't been, uh, been performing very well so far. That's what I'm a little worried about for him. Um, but well, he's 0-3, so knows? I'm sure he's a little worried too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Scott, did we do you and Harry yet? No, we didn't do... We didn't do me and Harry, and I think I put it in the group chat, but the most satisfying thing about my game with Harry was just that uh, I won because the Patriots shot the bed. Yeah, it's true. All right, so for next week, what have we got on the horizon? But maybe Do you want to explain how we're going to go about making our projections? I think it'll be pretty clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll all, all right, pick so, our own teams and <laughs> Well, speak for yourself. I'm going up against the two and one Camarazard. And um I think I'm gonna win because based on Jordan's history, it's pretty likely that he's gonna wake up and forget to uh buy ink or set his roster properly. Um and I'm just not going to win to some. I'm not going to lose to someone who's uh who's that poorly prepared. Who's next? I'm going up against Ian, which is exciting to, uh, you know, make him eat his words about how I will unanimously <laughs> be the the worst team in the league. Uh, and if we base uh, this week's project uh, prediction based on our current team records, then I think that speaks for themselves. So uh, time will tell, Ian, who's actually the worst in this league. And uh, I hope you're preparing for the, uh, I forget, what are we calling the um, the Sacco this year? The Adrian? The, the Areola? The Areola. The Areola, yeah. <laughs> hope you're excited for the Areola. <laughs> Scott, are you at all concerned about your 80-point no. point projection? <laughs> I did just see that, but I haven't set my line up, So I, you know, that, I think that's because uh, I still have Corey Clement in there, and Alex Smith is on a bye week. I think if but you I prob- added... I'd probably beat... If you, if you, added, anyway. your entire, if you added your entire bench, you would still <laughs> be 10 points behind him. <laughs> Don't you worry. But you know, you got the right mindset for it, so I wish you luck. Thank you. Rob, who you got? Uh I've got Corey this week. Um I don't know, this is this is kind of a to- uh toss up in my mind. Because um, I have Drew Brees and he has uh Michael Thomas. And um, I don't know; those those points could really offset each other. Um, so, I'm trying to see who else he has on his team right now. Who's got starting? He's got Saquon um, going against the the Saints. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's a toss up. I'm going to give myself the edge just because I might as well. Um, 
And um, and he's really relying a lot on the Texans, so I'm just going to be rooting really hard for for the Colts to jack them up a little bit. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson, Watson keeps putting up a lot of points, um, but he just doesn't look that good, so I watching him live. So, I, I mean, hopefully this will just be one of those games where he misfires a lot more often than uh, in the past weeks. But Rob, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Corey on this one. Cause he has Tyreek Hill playing in Denver. Um, and Denver is, you know, kind of like a giant hill of a city. Mm, that's true. It is a mountain. So that's like a that is like so a really big Tyree hill. Kill, he actually has a bit of a home field advantage there. So I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> yeah, good call. I actually didn't realize that until right now. Um, so yeah, that that makes me a little bit more worried than I was before. So all right, I don't well, know, Scott. You already did yours. What other? Uh, who else do we do? Tim, no. Zach versus Harry. Zach versus Harry. Where is this? Let's see. I'm gonna. This one's gonna be. Like it's a blowout. I, I I don't think it's gonna be close. I think Harry's gonna stomp on Zach uh, because Zach doesn't even have an avatar. He just has an orange helmet, like a fucking idiot. Mm, good point. Harry has Jones, and Zach has Jones Jr. So you have to imagine that Jones is better than Jones Jr. So for that reason, I'm gonna go with Harry. Okay, yeah, that, hard to argue with that. Wow, a lot of pressure on Harry this week. All right, who else? Tom versus Andrew. Andrew. Wow, Tom's projection is looking pretty low. I mean, you got, you got to go with Andrew on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, without a quarterback, Tom is currently projecting 77. Figure he'll probably get up to about 90 with a quarterback. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna, yeah. Probably this Andrew. one, Andrew. I guess, yeah. Um, as it stands, their defenses are playing against each other. So it's Jacksonville versus the New York Jets playing in Jacksonville with a little rainy cloud icon next to it. So Yeah, that can't be good for the Jets. It would be hard for Jets to fly in that kind of weather, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so true. But Tom has Zach Ertz, so he might probably put up score like, like three points. touchdowns, right? Yeah, go Eagles! Yeah. All right, um, Ooh, the matchup of the Doug week. Doug and Tim, where are we? Fucking trusted Juju. All right, um, this this is going to be a hell of a matchup. Damn, Doug's team is like. It's real good. Pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Uh, um, I'm gonna go um, ahead and give the edge to Doug on this one, probably. Do you have any reasoning for that? Uh, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's just playing on a like a bum knee. So I. I mean, I guess he's playing against Buffalo. So that's pretty good. But he just Ooh, has Buffalo's good. Buffalo's yeah, actually, hot. they they're they're hot. They're on a they're on a streak right now. But 
he just hasn't looked right, obviously, since um, his knee injury. So you can't really rely on him for putting up any points um, like he usually does. So, But Doug's team name is Smoke a J with Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be in Denver, where they have a ton of weed. So Shit, he's probably he's going to be, be like, really high for the he's game. He's so so big. Good point. <laughs> and he's just going to get sacked every single play. So I'm going to give this one to Tim. All right. So it's split decision right now. It's it's on you, on your uh, your choice here, Scott. Uh, I guess as an L.A. native, and Doug having Todd Gurley. I'm going to go with Doug over Tim on this one. All right. There you go. Sorry, Tim. You lose. Dear Gangsters Anonymous, what's the deal with the new Flyers mascot? Gritty. Sincerely, Tim. First of all, He's fucking awesome. And I think that no matter what we would have picked as our mascot, it would have been torn to shreds. And so I think the Flyers did kind of like a savvy 2018 move, and they just picked something that is so utterly ridiculous that it just kind of, like, leans into all that and just, like, embraces it. And, like, all this hatred and all these memes of how ridiculous it is just like feed it and it just gets bigger and stronger and it just becomes this like snowball effect of ridiculous just debauchery and I think it's perfectly silly. It's just ridiculous and everyone just makes fun of it and everything you do just makes it more and more obnoxious. So I think it's great. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree. I was a big skeptic of Gritty when, when, uh, I think it was Tim first posted about it, um, but he has done a com- uh, a complete 180 in my mind. Uh, after watching a couple couple of like the live videos of it, just like moving around, falling on its ass, um, like his eyes just moving around and stuff, uh, I've I've become a pretty big fan. Um, so. I think Harry was really onto something. He was probably the first person who jumped on the gritty bandwagon, and uh, I think that was probably the right move. <laughs> okay, so this question comes in <clears throat> from Doug. Hello, pewter losers. Where do you think the current first place team will finish? Will Rob even make the playoffs? Sincerely, Doug. I would have I would have projected myself being like the fourth or fifth team in the playoffs, um, and I'm probably going to stick with that projection because uh, I'm still not sure about a couple of the players on my team. I agree with that. Yeah, Rob, I, th- I think you'll probably make the playoffs. You'll probably remain undefeated um, and win the regular season. So, wow, that's congrats. I don't well, I don't believe that for a second <laughs> from you, but thanks. What does someone have to do to get a like from you in a group me? I usually have to think it's kind of funny. Um, and, it, and it has to make me, I don't know, maybe chuckle a little bit. Or, or it has to be a, 
like a viewpoint that I agree with. So those are the two things that I look for before uh, yeah. liking something. Or, or, or it can answer a question, like like a yes or I agree. Yeah, or yeah, if, definitely if you ask the question and somebody answers, then alter them like for that too. Yeah, I think if somebody sides with me, I'll give them a like. And if somebody <laughs> burns the shit out of someone else, I'll give them a like. And yeah, that's funny. <laughs> if so, yeah, if somebody does something that's generally pretty funny, I will. But I don't know. I also don't like to just throw them out willy-nilly because then I feel like they lose their meaning. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if someone who doesn't chime in a lot into the group me um, chimes in, I might give them a like as well. Uh, especially if yeah, a little positive reinforcement. It has, be, it has to be like a kind of funny or like good take, but um, it definitely goes a, a long way if it's someone that doesn't really chime in a lot and they decide to. It's like when you buy something. Like online, if Jordan like posts a picture. Off your first order. What? <laughs> Never mind. If Jordan posts a picture of a fire truck tomorrow, I'm going to like it. Because that will prove to me that he listened this far. And also fire well, trucks are cool. True. That's a, that's a good but one. But like, uh, more of the opposite of actually get, doing that. He'll get, at least three likes. he'll get at least three likes if he does that. Maybe even more. So I'm going to put the odds of him doing that on Slim. Yeah, uh, definitely. But maybe that's reverse psychology. Um, all right. Well, thanks for calling in, guys. All right, John. Thanks. Thanks, for, thanks for taking the lead, and sorry about that. Yeah, thanks week. for hosting. Yeah, yeah no problem. Doing all, the work. all right, I'm hanging up now. Hey, right, good luck, everyone. Thank you. It's the MIBs. Uh, come the MIBs. In black, remember that, just in case we have a face-to-face and make contact. The title held by me, MIB, means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blink, be what was dead is now gone. Black suit with the black ray bands on, walk in shadow, move in silence, guard against extraterrestrial violence. But yo, we ain't on no government list, we straight don't exist, no names and no fingerprints. Saw something strange, watch your back, but you never quite know where the MIBs is at. Uh, and... The darkest of night on the horizon, bright light into sight tight. Camera zoom on the impending doom, but then like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses, hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no one my bees, can I please? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it. Yeah, you know I mean, a silver noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're Fearless and my bees freezing up all the flag. Yes, they four men in black. Uh, and
me see you just bounce it with me, just bounce with me, just bounce it with me. Come on, let me see you just slide with me, just slide with me, just slide with me. Come on, let me see you take a walk with me, just walk it with me, take a walk with me. Come on, let me get that work. Now freeze. in closing I know we might seem imposing but trust me if we ever show in your section believe me it's for your own protection because we see things that you need not see and we be places that you need not be so go with your life forget the Roswell crap show love to the black suit because that's the men in that's the men in Sorry.